Hey guys, welcome to Slash Report. I'm Prue, and I'm joined, you know what, I'm joined by a bunch of people who I love in spite of them. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for that. Because of us. Thank you. Yes. Because we're ballers. <laughs> now, in spite of. In no. spite of. I don't think baller is a word I can use to describe myself. That's Maybe a... not you, but I can definitely use it. Good. Um, anyways, as you can tell... I think the greatest hits slash criminals associated with Slash Report are all gathered in one place to the detriment only. Midget tricycle race. And they've been drinking. For one night only, we're all gathered together. And MK, hello, is here. Hi. As is the Hoyden. Hello. As is Marilyn. Hello. Lepagus. Hey. And 20-something aka Kate. Hello. So we thought, since all of us were in one place, and we are all mildly intoxicated either through candy or alcohol, or deep dish pizza, or, or both, or, or, all three. Three. or all three, or um, nail polish cubes. <laughs> that too. Those wow, are so that strong. Is pretty, that is pretty strong. strong. Sorry, y'all. But you know what it's worth Not sorry, y'all. For the record, Maryland's, 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 Maryland's nails look flawless. They, they do. Yes. I'm not wearing my glasses, but I'll assume yes. <laughs> She's paying me all of her Carrie Price's face. It's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we thought, why not take this chance, since all of our best friends are in one room, to talk about friendship and fandom, and how those two things, like, sound really, like, lame and geeky, but in a weird way, like, I have to admit, the stupid hobby that we have brought us closer together. Well, like, no, I wouldn't I know any of you that. if it wasn't for fandom, right? It's yeah, true. No, no, no. 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 Oh, well, you guys. Kate and I, we can tell Our love is deepest and creepest. But I was about to say, but you guys became <laughs> closer because. Yes. That's true. We could tell the story of how Kate and I met. Yes, yes, you absolutely should. Let's tell the story about how you and Kate It was a fandom meet cute in the room. Yeah, it is. It's really precious. So, so Kate and I met in real life first. Mm-hmm. And we went to the same college together. And we were actually, um, she pledged and then went on to join the sorority that I was in. So basically, Kate, Kate and I like, basically want a sorority you for every fandom because we lived it. Um, and we get really mad when there's bad Friday is. Yeah. So if you were out there and you've written one, take this moment, feel some shame. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> um, anyway, so long story short, Kate and I were in, were in the sorority together. We were friends. I will disclaim this and say that like the sorority we were in was kind of like a nerdier sorority. Um, everyone in my particular branch of the sorority family was really into like just nerdy stuff. Um, but no one was really like fanish. And I think there is sort of always that distinction between people who are like traditionally nerdy and like and typically geeky things and people who are like fangirls or fan people. Um, and they have a lot of parallels to them, but it's not exactly the same. Um, and true. I, at that point, I guess I had been in fandom for about, like, three or four years, I guess. And I distinctly remember riding her in the car um, with her. Her big was driving us around somewhere. And she was talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. And I pretty much one of us said something. We made some sort of, like, under-your-breath reference to uh, Sparrington. Which, if you remember back in the day, was the smush name pairing for Jack Sparrow, Captain Norrington. <laughs> a pairing that later went on to like crumble and die and so in like, like everything like, else everything I love <laughs> 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 guess who died in movie ass. three guess who died in movie three and that like whatever uh, <laughs> story of my fucking life <laughs> anyway so with that being said so I said something about Sparing and I feel like and then Kate like sort of turned to me and then we had this moment that was very cliche it was, no, it and it was like, quiet because we couldn't actually say this because there, there were, were other people around. around but we looked at each other and we both knew <laughs> <laughs> It was like that moment in the climax of like a noir film where the person realizes like all along it yes. was you. Right. 
And I, I don't necessarily know if like I had any like inklings. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if I had any inklings that Kate was a fan girl before that. I think you knew I was weird. Yeah, I'll give you that. One. Maybe well, I feel like Kate also does the impression of being like cool when you first meet her, <laughs> which Prue mistakenly believed at one point. She and, like I really did. When you yeah, said no, it, I was literally like, no. "That is the most embarrassing thing you've ever told me that you thought I, I was." Genuinely, cool. I thought that Prue, shame upon you. I know. I genuinely thought she was cool. She's not cool. No. No. 100% Good, because I have thought you were cool this whole time. Yeah, see, like, I actually thought, I, I also was Rookie among, I was among the people who initially thought that Kate was cool. Um, so I guess it didn't really occur to Congratulations, me. enjoy that honeymoon period of the first, like, month you've met. I was about to say, the first, case the first time I met you, you stayed at my house for three days. I thought you were cool for maybe about five minutes. <laughs> nope. Nope. Gus is very much more discerning than the rest of us. It's true. I have a gift for people. Yeah. If you're ever wondering whether to mutter something under your breath, and hope that other people will ignore it if they don't get it. Well, do it. It's the fan, it's the sort of, I guess, sort of like it was an old school equivalent of the, the Tumblr <laughs> secret handshake of, I like your shoelaces, thanks, I got them from the president. Yeah. Um, are, you a, are you a friend of Spock? You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, wait, speaking of dark places, can I just interject to say that for all the listeners at home, Prue is currently wearing her slightly too small <laughs> official slash report t-shirt. Slightly too small? Like maybe it's if like I had maybe if like one of my boobs was distributed across <laughs> my chest. <laughs> Wait, what if you just had one? If yeah. I just had one, that's just a boob. Prue right now is a, is an object object lesson in the fact that if you're chesty and you're wearing a small shirt, even if there's no cleavage, you're gonna look like a giant slut. I do. <laughs> no. My titties are stretching out this weird knot in the middle of our I was going to say, you don't shield. think like, the knotting reference and the Alpha Omega shit doesn't make her look slutty? Like, come well, on. She always kind of looks Well, slutty. I mean, like, it's one thing if you know that's a bug cock. <laughs> people don't. No. Yeah. Like, if I saw that and I didn't know, I'd be like, it's a bug. Cowhead, Alpha Omega, shark. Why is there a crown on tip rope? We don't know. And I'd be like, it's a secret society, which is dumb. Why are you wearing a t-shirt for your secret society? But so I would just assume you were stupid, the problem, not a freak. The problematic element is anybody who can read Latin well enough to be like, why the fuck does your thing say strong like ox at the bottom? <laughs> um, do you and then what you do is you go, shh, don't worry about it. Shh. <laughs> No regrets. Just let it happen. But, but I feel like, I think, Close yeah. your eyes. Um, but, but sort of the point of it, I feel like, is that Kate and I are sort of friends with Jeeks and that we actually met in, I guess, quote-unquote, meet space first, and then discovered a common interest in fandom, and fandom has obviously been a part of our friendship ever since then. Well, to be, interestingly, I met Kate in the meet space first, but through fandom and through you. Right. Yeah, but I... I but you two met because of a fanish... And we'll talk, yeah, we'll talk about that as well. But I think think there's a difference between, I think there's an interesting sort of social difference between knowing someone in real life before you know them online and knowing someone exclusively online and then meeting them in person. And we'll definitely talk about that. And there's some interesting sort of things that can happen there and um, dynamics that happen. Very much so. And additionally, like, the the peril of trying to figure out if somebody is a fan or fanish. Yeah. Yes. Yes. People, yeah, in my life who are kind of, like, they can acknowledge that I am fanish as they themselves are fans, so they understand that depth of interest in it, while they themselves are not fans. Well, the other half of the peril is, like, trying to figure out who you were friends with online in fandom, who would make a good friend in person. Which is really hard. Which is different. It translates almost... Like Nothing not to at do all. With reality. Yeah, it's I mean, a fifty-fifty shot. Honestly. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's a complete crapshoot, crap and that's not to say that you shouldn't like attempt this. It's just that you, no one should beat themselves up if like your friendship that works out really well online doesn't necessarily translate well into like real life situations. But in terms of like 
the oldest fan, like, fan friendship I have in this room, it's going to be Hoyden. And I'm pretty sure we met. Was it Hikaru no Go? So, no, something weird happened where, uh, actually, I think you wrecked me on your old, whatever, Cherry Coke. Oh, my God, better than Cherry Coke, which is, like, a million years old. My old wreck page. Yeah, so I think it was, like, you wrecked one of my, you wrecked a um, Full Mm -hmm. Mill Alchemist pick that I wrote, like, a long, long time ago. But then, like, nothing ever happened. Like, we didn't actually interact. And then I think I, I just you, like read all of your fix because you were like reliably great because she is, which is true. But then Sorry. I met you like in a fangirl's kitchen in New York, and you gave me scrambled eggs. And like my yes. first interaction with you was like, "Do you think this needs more cheese?" And I was like, "Yes." Like, why is that? Why is that a question? Of course, yes. Um, and this actually then, explains a lot about your relationship because if you met her through her feeding you, you're hers for life. <laughs> It's not that like that's a covenant. Oh, oh God! That is literally a covenant for the people. Stop! Chicken no. people. No. People is chicken. No. Chicken is people. Okay, we need to move on. <laughs> yeah, I, I did that for you. Okay, we need Sorry. to move on. Thank you. And then it pr- actually, like our relationship is kind of based on food because, like, from yeah. there it's a short like jump to like mailing you Cheetos in China. Oh, oh my God! This was the greatest. So like, Hoyden is like. In case anyone ever thought that they were a great person, you guys don't even know. Because the Hoyden is the greatest person. Because shortly after, we actually started talking to each other a lot more online. And I think this was, like, during our anime fandoms period yes. where we sort of, like... And this is after you'd met in real life. At, yeah, after, after yeah. like, um, okay. scrambled eggs or whatever. But um, <laughs> I, was in, I was in study abroad during college in Beijing for, I think, ultimately it ended up being something like nine months because I did the semester and then I worked there over the summer. And, like, there's a certain point where your brain starts to, like, deteriorate when you've been in a foreign country long enough, and you start thinking that, like, terrible things sound amazing. And, like, I was crazy and fragile and emotionally... sound different. I know, but I was crazy. Crazier and more fragile and more emotionally damaged. And the Hoyden, being, like, an angel, mailed me a care package of crunchy Cheetos, instant mashed potatoes and gravy, and, like, a fuck ton of rip CDs of anime. Oh, I did, yeah. Including all of Whistle, yeah. which is the only oh. time I have ever been interested in soccer in my life. And, like, <laughs> I just remember, I just remember sitting in my dorm room in Beijing at, like, fucking 4 a.m. Beijing time, like, drunk off my mind on, like, shitty beer, like, illicitly smoking a, like, a probably illegal cigar out of my <laughs> dorm room window and like writing a story that I was calling Starfucker and yes. it's only four paragraphs long. But I was like, this sounds like a great idea. And just like, <laughs> and just like knuckling on the cheat. Oh my God, it was dark. It was bad. Wow. <laughs> but that like, that's that cemented the friendship. That's the basis yeah. of like how we knew each other. Super beautiful. Okay. So gorgeous. Okay. Cheetos and mistakes. <laughs> Cheetos and mistakes. No, that's true. That sure. MK ketchup is. flavored chips and mistakes. All dressed. No, let's God. be real. We So okay, how did you meet the Canadian? Oh, MK. <laughs> MK has to tell that story, but I think you've told it before. But it's worth revisiting. I pestered you incessantly. She stopped. Yeah, basically. Say, like you are like the center spoke to the the wheel of terror here. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. 
I wanted you to write some shit. You had moved on. I was unhappy. I decided to <laughs> continually be so an asshole. Every about it. move you make, every <laughs> like you make, you could have you would have kneecapped her. Yep, you would have been. I like, like would have. <laughs> Not even gonna lie. At that time, probably yes. <laughs> at that time. At that time. MK has not changed. MK, tell the truth. If you could scam me into writing you hockey fanfic, you would totally do that right now, wouldn't you? you would, no, I actually no. don't think I would. You, okay. You would for one reason. You would get her to write really North Carolina accurate. That's true. I would want her to do that, but I also know that, like... I would give someone a message. It would be, it would, yeah. it would there would be some darkness in, in that story that would I would be, like, want. super ashes in my mouth. <laughs> I would know the right hospital for them to go to as they're having a mission. Yeah, like, so you might actually know pregnancy diabetes. diabetes. Yes, they would. Forever steal Magnolia's the nuclear option threat. <laughs> See, so, like, from now on, I can never, ever, ever... You can't change her. <laughs> no. No. Actually, you don't want her in your family. <laughs> I, I, no, I want her to be like away. Literally, yeah. we're, we're joking about the pregnancy diabetes thing, but this is a ticking time bomb. Prue has literally set the clock, and whatever family she's in at the time, like, it's going to happen. Maybe not today, <laughs> maybe not tomorrow, but soon for the rest of our lives. <laughs> It's pregnancy it's, diabetes. It's, Don't tell your friends. It's, it's I mean, I'm also sorry if you've yeah. never seen *Steel Magnolias*, but basically, like Julia Roberts' character wants a baby, and against like the wishes of her like doctor, because she because she has severe diabetes, and against the wishes of Sally Field and, her, and her mom, there. she decides she wants a baby. She gets pregnant anyway, and you think it's gonna be fine, and she has a kid, and then she ends up dying of gestational diabetes. diabetes. And it's really sad. And, and obviously, Prue has thought, that would be a great advantage. You cry the entire movie, and it's yeah. very like southern, and um. Prue has been basically threatening to AU this entire setup for Prue as long as I've known her, and one day she will with a fandom but stars align, say, exactly, and we're all going down. to weep for her. I was going to say, I think it's only really going to happen if all six of us are in one fandom And she wants together. to make all of us miserable. It's not even like mutually <laughs> assured destruction, it's like mutually assured destruction of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I'm going to say this is someone who probably more than anybody else besides her is 100% on board with this and will read and it'll, like bring my like, tissues and like a candy bar. It'll be like, let's go. Okay. I, I took off my eyeliner. I've got a body. This is gonna hurt. Yes. And like, and even then, like, it, she she will not do it because she wants. No. It. But then you'll want it. So yeah. it doesn't count. Fundamentally bad person. So. Yes, but so at you, any rate, yeah. I think I sent you a message on your LJ at one point uh, because you had wrecked something I had written, and I was like, "It's Ooh. on now. Like, now <laughs> it's on. Now, now, you the now we can I was like, now. now it's, it's, it's like the door was, wasn't like, even open. Like, it was like a lock. Yeah, and I was like, I haven't heard. I was like, heard the sound of the tumblers clicking in there. I was like. Wait, we should, for the record, we should say that Prue's never looked more terrified in her life. She just like, made a horrifying face. <laughs> Prue's just, like, looking into the future. <laughs> the face of her own destruction. For the record, this, like, for anyone listening to this, I'm probably, I'm sure none of you are as creepy as MK, but this wouldn't work anymore. <laughs> no, I think I sent you a comment that was like, hey. <laughs> we need to talk. No. It was like, can I smell your <laughs> she had posted something about like Michael Weatherly and how he is a dark angel and how great he is and I was like you know what else Michael Weatherly is in did you get her on and she did oh, you bitch you're the monster you're the monster you're the boogeyman under the bed so 
Do you wait? I left this comment. I just, like, sent it out into the abyss. I was like, let's just see what happens. And, like, two weeks later, she had this massive post that was like, not only is Michael fucking Weatherly on this show, but Mark, so is Mark Harmon is also on this show. And I was just reading her post about, like, there's an episode in which Tony and Gibbs are, like, boxing in the beginning, and Tony's, like, bouncing around and, like, being all cute and, like, whatever. And Gibbs is just, like, fuck you, and just, like, pins him to the ground. And Tony makes the cutest whimpering noise, and I was like, but your post about it was just, like, filth. Yes. Like, considering there was no porn in that, that post, like, I was like, whoa, this post should be, like, uh, Because I've seen telegraphed nastiness to come. It yes. super <laughs> did. And literally, like, super shortly did. after that, she was writing fic, and we were friends. <laughs> I was like, success! <laughs> again, for the record, this all, will never work again. All of MK's dreams came true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. And now she has no other fantasy ambitions. So. <laughs> I've already accomplished everything. Well, yeah. no, wait, wait, no, wait. There was, there was one time. That's bad. At yeah. the time that I became friends with you, I was like, that was amazing. It'll never happen again. And it's really too bad because I would love to know the Hoyden, but like, I never will. And now I do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Right? Even though the Hoyden looks a little nervous too. She should. I am sitting right next to it, to be fair. Whatever. We share a profound bond. We are a pack. Yeah. Okay. No! How did you? Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> she sent that was, that was she sent me the sweetest card. Stop like talking. Stop talking. Did you send her a three wolf moon card? Stop talking. No, no, we don't want to see it. We don't want to see it. It actually, it's the match. It's on the fridge with my Christmas card. <laughs> oh my god, you're unspeakable Christmas cards. That, oh that is god. like, I am like, I'm like the Voldemort of crap. Who's oh, this? I Styles card this year. Hey, hey, I cannot put up yes. your, um, your nodding <laughs> Christmas card. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can leave Tony and Steve up on there. Yeah. Year but, round, but the nodding was hard to explain. I had that one up so in my room. Literally, I had it on my desk and my dad saw it and didn't read it. And I literally, I think I broke <laughs> Like, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about that. Basically, like, my mission, whether or not I choose to accept it in life, yeah. is to make really terrifying Christmas cards. And they're fanish related and they're horrifying. Yes. And they usually involve a lot of glitter. They're not horrifying. The first, the first one I got was. This, the, this one really was for Emily. The first, the first one oh, I got sorry. was Fine. Jared Padalecki playing Thomas Kincaid. Painting and it light. said, Paint the Light Thomas. That was the first year. It was, that, that was, was the first year that I ever got, that I ever got a, uh, a Christmas card from her. And I still have it, and it's among my most. It's things. the best thing about this, like, the Teen Wolf one that you made is that you were like, I'm working on a secret project that's kind of I for made, you. I made but I need your own Christmas card. She was like, I need to, like, change the angle of this photo so that it's, like, yeah. the perspective is different. And I was like, I guess I can sort of do that in Photoshop, but it's going to be kind he of was just, terrible. It was, the angle was bad, so it was, like, his, it was the perspective. So to give you guys some content anyway, as to what the finished product she wanted was, she has these, like, fucking dollar store cards of Santa Claus sitting there. And she has cut and pasted out that fucking picture of Dylan O'Brien, like, with his leg over Tyler Hecklin on that fucking boat. So it looks like he's straddling Santa Claus. He's sitting in Santa's lap, and it's a little And dirty. it's pretty And slight. there's, like, a word bubble that just says, so about the, that the nodding. nodding. And it's dot, just like... Dot, dot, And then you open it. On, with Santa? Really? I was asking Santa... Really Santa, Santa the problem you have with this? Santa? It's yes. a creepy old man vibe. It I just... I want you... And I also want you guys to know, like, I... They're made with care and really love. Did. Also, the interior of the car, just so everybody knows. Also, Kay has uh, inserted uh, pertinent quotation marks in here. 
In his gentle and jolly ways, Santa brings us, quote, together. During the holidays. Yes, tied. Tied deeply Don't together. Don't worry, guys, I'm going to slap her. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, I got like a definitive screeching email from everybody as they each received this card. <laughs> and I was like, good. <laughs> like, I felt it deep down in my soul. Because like, some of them have been pretty benign. And like this year, I just really so I wanted to She up went my balls game. to the wall. You did. So and whatever place we're in. Balls this... to the anus. <laughs> Thank you. And Second. I kept it there for like at least an hour. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Stop escalating, okay? And I'm just saying. Stop escalating. It's thematically. I feel like I'm going to start actually actively huffing my nail polish. <laughs> but like, here's the thing, and like wherever we are this December, just know that. It's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. You know what? I am going to move before then, and I ain't giving you like way. George, by the way, I will, li- I will, like, get a carrier pigeon, and I'll, like, I probably have some of your shit still. Some- I do. You do? You I do. Place. I have plenty of, I have plenty of love because of stuff from when we lived together. This yeah. isn't creepy at all. Anyway. No. Okay. Friends, moving on. Wait, okay. That's friendship. <laughs> I will train a pigeon so, spot. That's love, bitch. <laughs> that's love, bitch. That was me self-high-fiving. Yeah, Wait, okay. Okay, so we've talked about how Mary and Kate met, how yeah. me and Hoyden met, how MK stalked me into submission. <laughs> and then eventually the and Hoyden now it's And then eventually the Hoyden, who well, I was basically that like... That was your idea. No, 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 that was. I was basically like, you know who should meet MK and the Hoyden? I didn't even know that you hung out with her. I was just like, one day, that's like, it'll never happen, but it's the dream. And then it, like, you were like... Hey. Well, basically, what, <laughs> wait, what was it like again? There's a noise you can hear. What? No. no. So, was no. it the rival billionaire? In case rival billionaire voice is now. So, like, 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 the best moment. Reporters, feel free to make that into a ringtone. It's <laughs> <laughs> rival billionaire. Because you know what? I'm going to. <laughs> you should. I would love like, it. Your text message alert. The rival billionaire! She's so overcome with like joyful feelings that her voice ratchets up too often. It's, it's really so good. So Sometimes good. she just can't control it. Man. Well, no. Basically, what happens is like, and this still this still stands to this day. I think a lot of us like sit around on GChat, and it just so happened that like I was talking with MK online, and I was also talking to Hoyden, and I was like, "Why am I maintaining two separate fucking windows? Like these guys are in similar fandoms." And I feel like you would get along well, so I just, like, dumped you in a chat room together. And I was terrified. Who knew whether or not MK was over there like a dog peeing in excitement? <laughs> no, I, I, I actually, I froze, and I was like... Did you wee as you No, I was like... <laughs> I think <laughs> the, the first thought that went through my mind when you are going to, like, laugh at me forever was... Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, definitely, no, definitely. Our story is super boring. Basically, like, I think Lethicus and I were both in New York at the same time. We, I, I think we dared each other to do that Merlin thing. The yeah, Merlin we, and Pride. We yes. basically, like, continually escalated in terms of, like, writing shitty, shitty Merlin getting knocked up big. Until one day I was like, I'm sick of making him pregnant. You just want to go get dim sum. Yeah. And I feel <laughs> like you are. <laughs> That's an friendship forming line. I, and to be fair. Wait, did you go to Escalator Place? Yes. I, I as well was somewhat like, oh my gosh, Prue, this is kind of cool. Like, yeah. And then you knew better. And then I met her mm-hmm. and within five minutes we were talking about how fast we would die in the event of a zombie apocalypse. And I'm oh like, my God, oh, so fast. Oh, this isn't going to be a big deal. <laughs> 
This is fine. It's, it'll be okay. I was about to say, yeah. We spent the entire, like, day together, I think. I know. So. And then yes. we went and to... And then we met, and then Prue and I met uh, uh, Marilyn at the Mini Merlin convention, and we the liked her. The first one. Yeah. The very well, first one in 2009, and we liked her the best because she was the one who did not ask for Prue's autograph. No, <laughs> that is not yeah, how it is. Right, basically, like, I went to that because I was like, you know what, I've been a lurker in fandom for, like, at that point, what was it? Many much. So, many years. Many moons. Many moons. <laughs> for, like, for, like, five years, I've been in fandom, but sort of lurked, and, like, um, I never really gone out and made, like, internet friends that I didn't already know. And um, so I was like, you know what, uh, Merlin, was, Merlin, Merlin was like, Merlin was like a really small fandom, and yeah. was super nice, and it was really great for that, um, and like, just lots of And lovely, Mini Merlin was lovely, like a little gathering. It was yeah. a tiny con, there was no panels, basically it was just like, just we all like this thing, let's all like together, together in Philadelphia, and we're gonna hang out in a hotel, and like, watch yeah. Merlin vids, and do whatever, and like, there's no yeah. structure, we're just gonna get together and have fun. So it's just sort of like weekend party. And so I was like, you know what, this seems like fun. So I rolled up there by myself. Um, didn't know anybody. Susie, no friends. <laughs> well, no. I mean, like, I had, I had roommates that I had, like, talked to online because everyone was really cool. And um, and so I go up and I, I check into the hotel. And then I'm like, well, I guess I'll just wait until everyone shows up. And so, like, I wander over into the lobby and I see someone sitting there. And um, I'm like... You're a fan girl. <laughs> and you can smell. And, and, and I was like, and I was like, are you here for like mini Merlin? And I was like, I hope she says yes, because I don't really know how I'm gonna explain this if she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're like about. it's a concert. It's a concert yeah. about wizards. Yeah. <laughs> you're um, the children's And she was like, Yeah, so then we started talking and um and like everyone else was just just as like lovely as that. And like I do actually think it's really funny because there are some sort of interesting ways in which I don't really necessarily know the things that make you recognize who a fan girl is, but sometimes you're just like that one. You just mm-hmm. know. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. when you see it. Right. And like, Lucky. I can't, I don't, it's like, thank you, Justice Souter. Yeah. yeah. So, and then everyone else was really nice. And, uh, basically the first time everyone basically got drunk and like made out. And I was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. It's like a bunch of nerd ladies, like drinking and making out. Talking yeah. About my own. And I was like, this must be like, I don't know. It's like some weird, like fangirl, like button set up. I don't even know what's happening. And then the next morning, cause you guys came in late, we were, everyone had like stumbled into the con suite and was like hung over and we're like, let's, I guess, introduce ourselves again since, you know, that happened. <laughs> Do we remember last night? Yeah. Some yeah. of us made out with each other, but we don't know. And then you guys basically rolled up and then we were doing Spanish introductions and, um, let me guess made everybody go again. <laughs> Which I'm sort of like, yeah, typical. And, <laughs> you didn't know it then, but now you know it. Yeah, only child, motherfucker. <laughs> now we're like, this is pretty fucking stupid. So she started it off, and she went off um, around the room, and so everyone was like, my name's blah, 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 this is my real name, this is my internet name, this is what I do in Merlin fandom, be it like, wreck things or make whatever. Um, and so that meant that Prue, who was standing next to her, was the last person to go, and like, nobody at this point knew that she was really coming, and so, and like, I, of course, knew Prue, and was like, oh, like, you know, like, I don't know. It was right after... It was right after DRP, which, like, to be fair, was, like, literally, like, the biggest, and still probably is, like, the biggest fic that ever happened in that fandom, or one of the big biggest picks that ever happened in that fandom and like so my eternal was, horror right it's like because it's like sort of like this perfect finished rom-com thing that like you know injected straight into your toes and it was just great <laughs> and um anyway so like she was kind of a big deal yeah <laughs> <laughs> and just very you guys have like no idea the face that I'm making right yeah, which, now which she, she hates many leather bound books she hates being a big deal but she was kind <laughs> of a big deal just takes her like her finished <laughs> photograph is her in front of like a wall of law books being like <laughs> 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 Mr. Brandy and yeah. yes 
smoking Small aside, in my dad's office is like a pink, it's like a double wall of glass, so it looks like it's full of brandy, but you can't like. There's nothing. In wait, it. so like, what? Wait, it's like a child baby sippy bottle, like from the like nineties. Is the biggest dick in the world, and it's amazing. It's just sitting there, so you're like, hey, what is? Oh, I need a drum. <laughs> right. And I, yeah. I feel like also it's it's also kind of hard because that fandom was so small, that story was so big that like yeah. you know like there's no way I don't even think that in the current fanish landscape there will ever be like a story that eats a fandom the way that like Dear P at that point kind of was. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so she basically was like, my name's Rage Proof Rock Crew, and uh, I wrote drastically <laughs> I redefining <mistakes>. protocol, <laughs> and literally everyone started clapping, and um. <laughs> And I'm, I'm kind of one of those people where, like, I have an, an, one of, I don't know, like, I don't, I, I'm still sort of like, you know, it's like Channing Tatum in 21 Jump Street, where one of my rules of life is, like, don't pretend like you care and make fun of people who do care. Like, Which bless you for that. <laughs> and fundamentally, I will never be able to dislodge that from my psyche, even though it's bullshit. Um, so I was, like, clearly not going to make a big deal about this. And, like, like Emily, be cool. Like, <laughs> You're like, be cool, shithead. It was just, like, going on repeating your head, like, yeah, class. Yeah. Just be cool. And, and be I was cool. like, why, why are we clapping for her? She literally just walked into a room. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> when she does a trick, that's when I'll... <laughs> right. So over the laugh. course of the evening, yeah, the well, three of us were... It's important to mention how horrified I was. She was really she was really embarrassed by this entire thing. Um, I, like, still, still literally really was almost it. peeing myself laughing. Because I knew this was going to happen. Dick. I told you it was going to happen. And, she, and you didn't believe me. You were like, oh, you're full of shit. And I was like... Open the door. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you know who I brought with me, everybody? Yep. Yep. Wow. yep. Special yes. surprise. 100%. Yes. Um, so basically, sick. she was really embarrassed, oh, and, like, there was more drinking so. that happened, and then, like, you know, making out happened. Ab- Gus still has video of this that she's using for blackmail purposes. <laughs> what I was going to say, that's the real reason we're still friends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Her blackmail. Yeah. Okay. And, and basically, it, at the end of the night, I'm like, I don't really even remember at this point what happened, but let's just, like, sort of flash forward five hours and prove was like FaceTime in a bathroom in a different hotel room. Um, we don't really need to talk about and that. I, and I'm petting her hair and I'm like, it's okay. Are you alive? <laughs> so my literal first memory of She doesn't even remember meeting me because nope. like she was too drunk at the point when we actually like maybe talked like humans at some point this evening. Literally the only the first memory she has of me is me petting her hair. Well, <laughs> verifying that I'm not dead on yes. the floor of a hotel bathroom. And you're a tactical like, chunder. Standing yeah. over her being like, she's fine. She's <laughs> like, she's okay. And I was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Walk away. Yeah. And then because we were both going back to New York, they gave me a ride home. And, um, it's like, why not? We had the rental car. Right. So yep. they gave me a ride home, which was nice. And, I, and during the course of the thing, I sort of, like, managed to make a really, really inappropriate comment about manorexia that um, basically they were like, she's a bad human being. We like her. She can yeah. stay. And, um, I think we literally, like, got each, like, caught each other's eyes and we're like, yes. <laughs> and they were like, oh, hey, we'll just drop you off, which basically meant, like, Gus slowed down and, like, threw my bag out the door after me. You lived in Harlem. What do you want from me? My neighborhood was fine. Car was fine. And, like, I literally do think that I actually probably texted Kate and was like, Kate, guess who was here at this thing that I met? You'll never believe it. And she was like, Prue, Kate was probably, like, an exclamation mark. But I wish I would still have this text messages because I'm sure yeah. like, God. It's for the best that they're gone. It's, yeah, like, just like my razor is yeah. best gone forever. <laughs> so is the entire movie right. that I'm yeah, and so then actually, then we, I, and I feel like it was one of those things where like, then you never hung out with us. And I was like, how was I going to hang out with you? Like, because I didn't basically, I don't have an immediate to be like Emily. I don't have Emily's like 
courage or whatever the hell you want to call it. Stalker <laughs> things. And I was like, because, you know, be cool, right? So I was never going to be like, hey, we should hang out ever. Because I was like, well, that's one of those things that people say and then you're never actually going to do it. Like, let's, let's do coffee. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. But um, meanwhile, Prue and I kept, like, meeting up. Because, like, literally at that point we were hanging out pretty much every weekend. Yeah. The and we were like, place that man, that, were, that, that Oh, my God. Really banging. Yes. That dude was so sad for Next me. Next time we really do need to go back to that place. And we like, had, so we got married. Cool. It's okay. it's cool. The background it's of the story is that for a while we worked near each other in Midtown, me and Lepagus. And so like every Friday or something, we would like go to this one Indian restaurant and like sit down and have lunch and talk. And then like at some point, Gus left, like moved away from New York or something. Yep. And then I went to the Indian restaurant alone by myself to get, like, a takeout box, and the manager came up to me, and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, what? And he's like, where is your friend? <laughs> <laughs> She's not here with you, you today. the ellipses. And I was sort of like, and it didn't really click yet, and I was like, oh, she, life partner she, moved, she moved, and then he was like, I see. It's okay. You'll be fine. Soon you'll have new friends. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I remember taking my fucking box of curry back to my desk and being like, wait a fucking minute. Like, I, I think I remember you, you chatting with And I like, chatting you was like, that dude made the altar. dumped me. I am not the dumpy in this relationship. No, I'm definitely the reacher. meetups and things like that are actually really fun because we're sort of like low pressure situations. Yeah. Which is like why we're kind of always arranging. I'm always arranging. Right. Like you're going and you're going to a movie. It's kind of like a very easy like a first date situation where like you're going to be in a movie and you have this thing in common so yeah. like it's not going to be weird. Okay, you know, and even if it is you've got like two hours of not having a job for you. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Um, so this is fun. We, and then actually I was at that and you two happened to be back then and we reconnected and then um, basically made fun of Prue and that's the foundation. And then I was like yeah like you. Yeah. We, we were we were you're a dick, I'm a dick, dick. we're both dicks, and well, here we go. Yeah. Well, Kate and then, all dick I was about to say, and then let's talk about the story about how Kate got introduced to our circle of failure. Well, Kate no, was well, because I'm sort of like, yeah, we, we made plans, plans after that to watch um, Torchwood Children of Earth and these things together. <laughs> Why Which, for basically, me? I invited Kate up, and I was like, hey, you should come up and watch it with us, because you might be in town this weekend, and then you can meet Prue. Oh, my God. Like, And, and I, she's actually, and I was like... I've heard this part, yeah. though. You've got to remember the caveat that you gave her. Um, um, like, you don't be lame. Yeah. No, no, no. no actually, I literally cool. think, I think, it, it, no, it actually was be cool. Yeah. Right. It actually was there be cool. There may have been a Which, which I mean, like, which like, you don't need to hear, but I need you to say it. No, no. I, I, uh, I guess you do need to say that. No, because, like, in my own head, like, it was like my own, like, litany, be cool. But it always helps to have somebody else like, keeping you on your toes. Right. Kate rolls We're making, like, guac, and you're, like, we were making four, four, like, health dip. And basically, like, up. if you remember Torture Children of Earth in that particular fun time in everyone's life, it was a five-hour, um, marathon. We marathoned it, right? Yeah. Because, like, I thought we were over. We, we'd all, like, seen an episode or so. Right. So we waited until it was over yeah. when things started getting really bad. So, like, we, we it was watched... Like the fifth one was going to be yeah. able to be done. So, like, literally, and what happened, though, the mistake, though, was that we had a bottle of wine for each one. So by the time we <laughs> hit the fifth one, 
we had mutually consumed five bottles of wine, and then I guess I feel stupid saying a spoiler alert, but then, like, Yanto dies, <laughs> and it's really miserable and sad, and, like, they had never met before, but we're, like, snotty crying, snotty on, each crying on each other on Prue's so many couch fucking because it was so awful. Yeah. Can I say, I went to Wales with my mom, yeah. and I made her you guys go went to on a Doctor Who bus tour with me, like an unofficial no. Doctor Who bus tour, and I was like, let's see what happens. This is going to be great. And it was led by the weirdest dude who had a giant heart on for David Tennant and had been frequently an extra in Doctor Who. And he was hilarious, not on purpose. Like, mm. my mom was sitting there and she so was like, You're saying he's like Sam Rockwell in Galaxy Quest. Yep. Quest. Yep. Like, so much worse. <laughs> That's amazing. And my mom was like, Emily, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Yes, but there's a point where you reach, like, there's this place in Cardiff where, like, oh, the mermaid the there's a memorial yeah. to Yanto. Yeah. And, um, because and, it was tragic for everybody. And it was right. really, really, and, like, that was one of those things that was very much a very standard Russell T. Davies. And, like, right. we were crying, like, the Oscar was on the line and we needed, like, the Academy to be watching. Like, Here's it was ugly. <laughs> when I went there, it was years after yeah. this, like, yeah. Children oh, of Earth bullshit. Sure. There was still, like, fresh flowers and all sorts of bullshit all over this <laughs> memorial. And my mom was like, I'm sorry, what is this? Because she'd only seen, like, four episodes of Doctor Who ever. Oh. And I was like, this is a memorial for a character who died in a spin-off of Doctor Who. (laughs) In a miniseries of a spin-off. In a miniseries of a spin-off, right? And literally, like, five to ten people on the bus were taking, like, really sad photos with the memorial and, like, touching it gently and being like, yeah, well, like, well, like, literally, like, they took it down because they're like, okay, this is a public space and this is It weird. had to go back up. And literally, they, they like, basically, like, Welsh rioted until it came back up. Right. Yeah, so it's, yeah, right? it, it was so, weirdly yeah. traumatic. And yeah. basically, so they, they were crying on the couch because, like, fandom brings people together. And I was going to say, I, for the record, I was out no, of town that. that weekend and yeah. also hated Torchwood. So, <laughs> so I didn't care. Yeah. So, but I got a text message at, like, maybe 2 o'clock in the morning and there was no no, there was no, no message. Constant, no there was just a picture of five empty bottles of wine. And, and we still have it somewhere. And it was just like, what the I fuck just, are you doing? No, no, I just turned it off and went back to bed. <laughs> Good. Wow. That is the only yes. reasonable yeah. response. That's the only reasonable response. And so response. then I feel like that's sort of how, like, Yeah, no. and then we, uh, I gradually got introduced to M. M. Klutz and the, I got oh my god, M. Klutz, M. Like, M. Klutz and the Hoyden. Gradually through when they were coming to visit and stuff like my that. My first week in New York was bad. It was the greatest story of all time. Uh, I actually met. I, um, I don't even think we can say. Did we meet you at the? Uh, we, we met at Mascot Jamboree. Yeah, that was the first time we met each other. Yeah, and then we went to. Like, we went yeah, to I was gonna say I wow. definitely still have a video time. of like you guys definitely. Yes. Oh my god. When they say that for the yeah. first time, they met in person. We got, we got drunk and watched yeah. Tangled. And yeah. yeah. Like, it was good, beautiful. Good. It was some, the lanterns are for you, Rapunzel <laughs> shit. Like, also, it was the two weeks notice, remember? No. What? Yes. <laughs> no, she <laughs> says. No. I like she means also, yes. I feel like the yeah. first time I met Lepagus was literally like, no one else was going to be in town the entire weekend. Yeah, and you needed to be coming up to no, it, was, it was just that Prue and, and uh, Marilyn. Like, I think it was just that, like, your bags were closer to my apartment. No. That doesn't no, no, explain all anything. All three of us were here. No. no. That's what she told you, but that's There's not no way happened. that, like, there's no, no way no. that my hostessing would have allowed that to happen. No. Yeah, because I had already stayed with you one time. Yeah. 
and we had ordered milkshakes and watched Steel Magnolia <laughs> and cried and ate burgers and like ate our feelings. And that was like the first time we'd been like left alone together. And it like just cemented perfectly that like I knew it was gonna happen. I love it was like the first opportunity where it was like unsupervised. We were like, like what you know what would be great? They just opened a Petey's near my house. Yeah. Let's certainly get some strawberry milkshakes and watch that field and like weep all over my fucking couch again. I feel like yeah, like that's like the Continuous thread of this. Yeah. It's just like feeling alcohol, being but, terrible people. And when, so. Uh, but so, like, I don't think anyone else was in town before <coughs> for some reason. But no, but like, definitely, like, we had never. We had, we'd been talking in the group chat on yeah. Gchat for like a long time, but we'd never met in real life. And then like somehow I was staying with you for like three days. <laughs> like three and, days. And, and one of the great things is like one of the reasons that we became friends is because it was absolutely not a problem. Yeah. yeah. A horrible hostess. <laughs> Just in terms of I hate people in my space. I want to be able to kick you out when I want to kick you out. And that apartment was so tiny that like. And that, oh God, that apartment was a nightmare. I hated that place. But, um, and then, of course, I had a dog that was, like, three times my size. So, it was just a, a combination of terrible decisions. And Kate was a fucking trooper. No, it, I just yeah. remember being like, I am honestly really surprised at how well this is going. Yeah. I think every morning we were like, do you want to murder me? No. no. Do you want to murder me? I actually, I no. feel like the fact that, like, we, we both woke up every morning was, like, <laughs> that was the test. Nobody had been smothered. Nobody had been smothered. Nobody had been smothered. Yeah, and then the... The first time I met MK was literally, I was in a car with all of, like, my earthly possessions. No, no, wait. Let me, let me back this up. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, you think you That's have a true. weird perspective on this story than I do? Yeah. Yes. For <laughs> one thing, my trip to New York was a disaster on, like, the $1 bus from Toronto to New York, which that's is a thing. That's the first time. thing to do. No, that's the forever. first time you were coming to New York, right? Did I not meet them that time? Because no. that's, like, you, met, you, you might have met me. No, because the first time I met you, I helped you move into the no, same No, no, apartment. we met before. No. We met before. You, you don't remember? I don't remember. That's okay. I had passed out on Prue's couch and locked her out of her apartment yes, the first time had. we met in person, because that couch is, like, a disaster. You and this wasn't even one of the times that you didn't recognize that it was Prue and thought she was a kidnapping rapist. <laughs> I can't stop telling that story. <laughs> no, no, we can't. Well, you know what? Because because MK is face blind, but she's in good company. Because Brad Pitt is also face blind. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. Which is good because I don't know what he looks like. All I know, I'm friends with Brad Pitt. <laughs> she can actually like one of these people that I totally believe. <laughs> Was actually was friends with Brad Pitt this entire time. I never knew. Oh, she's like an actor friend who's occasionally in Toronto. Like, oh, Brad. Like, my beer. You know, I do know a Dr. Brad. <laughs> Maybe it's Dr. Brad Pitt. They were moving into the same apartment together, or like one of you already yeah, lived you there. Were in town and no, you we were shaving. In. Okay, yeah. and yeah. Prue and Marilyn. No, I was Marilyn. gone. Marilyn yeah, was like, "Do you want to go out to dinner?" Prue and then later we'll meet up with twenty something in Lapugas. And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds good." We like eat whatever. It's a good time. We get to your apartment. There's no elevator because it's New York, and like I did yep. not know elevator that New York buildings don't have elevators. And you guys were like, "It's fine. Just stay in this car, and if the po come, like get out of the no, way." I want to I qualify this. <laughs> like I like filled my car with all my stuff. I drove to New York by myself, and like I had gotten lost, and I like I had never been south of probably like. 
and I was 30th say, Street before. Yeah, and 20-something was literally fresh out of college. Yeah. Like, this was... She was this young. Was, this was... You were... Yes, you were one year out of college. Yeah. You were true. brand new. But you were... You I, were I'm the baby of the group. Fetus. Yeah. Yes, you were very much, you know, the, the young 20-something, literally, coming to... Uh, coming to New York. With a suitcase full of dreams and a but you were like, pan in my heart. Basically. Just to sit in the car, in the driver's well, seat, and so, if the come. Well, no, no. So, like, my car is just, like, literally full of shit. There's, like, a table. There's, like, all these suitcases, like, Ikea bags. And so, we just, like, sh- brought all the stuff in from the car. You, you just disappeared with a bunch of shit up some stairs. And I was sitting there alone in your car, and I was like, I don't know what the Poe is. <laughs> I just have to, like, be cautious and hope that they're, like, I'll just be like, I'm Canadian. I'm really sorry. This isn't my car. I didn't steal it. <laughs> and then, like, run away. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, and I feel like it's, it's sort of funny because I think, like, one of the, the subtexts of this, a lot of these interactions is that when you know each other through fandom, there's this bizarre sort of, like, faux intimacy mm-hmm. when you meet in real life. I don't know where you can be like, I don't know you, but... Clearly we're friends. We were like totally friends because we're friends online. So you can totally watch my car while I'm moving. Like, <laughs> well, even though we're, we're she's Canadian, what was she going to do with it? Well, and also she had several people already vouching for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, true. That's, that's true. But I think like there is also like in terms of like fandom social dynamics, yeah. there is sort of like a weird like, I already feel like I know you, even though I don't know you. And even if like, and like Kate and I, when we realized we were both Spanish, like we were sort of weirdly like instantly closer. Yeah. Because we have, we have this, this great shared this sort of like this thing in yeah. common. Yeah. Well, I think probably I the most traditional, like sort of potentially hair raising Fanish first meet <laughs> was between me and MK. Oh yeah. Because we had been talking online for quite a while, and you Quite were coming with like your extremely special and different friends oh, yes. down to New York City on the dollar bus from Toronto, which meant you'd been on the bus for like twelve hours. We got held up at customs because some lady had drugs on that bus, and they could like smell them through their like laser or whatever action shit. They would like scan our bus with some kind of machine, and they were like, drugs they came up, and they were like, there were drugs on this bus, and they came in, and they were like. Checking every single fucking person on that bus, and I was like on a lot of like car sickness meds, and like sometimes you thought it was you. No, I was just sitting there, and I was like, I was like, is it me? What if it's me? (laughs) That's like when you get the email about like play drugs, and you're like, I know I can play drugs, but what if it was me? And then our bus broke down. Like it was like a long. It was some dark shit. So like she finally gets to New York City. When is this? Like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Nine or two thousand eight or nine, okay. like probably right. early two thousand. Sleep deprived, which is not good for me. Insane, like twelve hours yeah. of sleep. And she's like fucking terrible. Like, give you guys some context. Like, I am not like, despite what these assholes say, like, I am not an intimidating person to me, <laughs> especially when I'm playing yeah, hostess. Uh, yeah. Actually, we totally met some like fangirls this weekend, and they were intimidated by. Also, like this weekend. When you met me on that street corner near your work, I was in, like, comfy-ass bus clothes, and I smelled, and you showed up in, like, the fanciest-ass business clothes I've ever seen in my life. Stilettos is a matter of course. Anyways, so, like, I try, like, I try to be a very good hostess, especially when I'm, like, meeting someone for the first time. You were, you were, like, I've never been to New York before, so I had, like, I had, like, a fucking game plan, folks. She had a map. I had, I drew her, like, a map. She had, like, in-depth directions on how to get to my house and, like, where stuff was and, like, I had guest towels laid out and the bed made up and, like, everything was set for her. Mm -hmm. So, basically, 
She looked so scared. You looked like I was going to rip your head off, like, in the lobby of my office. You have to remember that for years, my parents have been like, you will be kidnapped and held for ransom. <laughs> yes. And it was a legitimate concern. You've sure. already been taken. <laughs> Liam Neeson is on his way. Basically, like, Prue was totally an internet, like, mule or, like, a, a mole planted the long con kidnapping. kidnapping like, like literally, you're gonna watch. She's into a sack puppet, long con kidnapping. Planet. It was. Not, I might be. It was not out of the realm of possibility it's based true. on my life to that point. It's true. What it are you might like, we're gonna get a lot of like this is Chris Hansen from my life. <laughs> I don't know who that is. See, I would just be like. <laughs> but anyways, so like this bitch comes, goes to my house, passes out on my couches. And she has my only set of extra keys at that point because I had like recently moved into that apartment. Every had, time I visit you, you're like out of keys. I am. And I didn't have like another set made yet. And I thought it was going to be fine because I was just going to give her the keys and like Surely if she was asleep. Awake. Well, no, even if you were asleep, the door buzzes in an incredibly toxically loud way when I press the buzzer. I go back to my apartment at the end of the day and I lean on that buzzer for five, ten minutes, no response. I call her phone, no response. And I'm like, maybe she's dead. Or like, maybe she's stolen all your things. Maybe she, like, never made it back to my apartment. And I'm not, getting incredibly worried at this point. Not the first time that somebody has assumed I was dead while I was sleeping. Yeah, like, getting incredibly worried at this point. And then finally, like, I think I, I just, like, I'm calling you while leaning on the doorbell. And finally, like, I hear, like, a muffled noise coming from the intercom being like, and then, like, the door buzzes open. I, like, bust I up there. I did not know what I had touched, by the way. I was like, this is making a sound. <laughs> Good. I'm going to touch it. The door buzzes open. I run upstairs, and, like, you're all confused and fucked up, like, opening my apartment door, being like, what? And I was like, are you okay? And you were like, like, what are you doing here? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I like, what are you doing here? I don't know, Jerry. What are you doing like, are you okay? Fine. And you were like, oh, yeah, I've been sleeping. I was like, I threw. Oh. And at this point, like, I, at this, like, now, at this point in our relationship, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, at that point, I was like, are you, are you well? Because I've been leaning on this thing for like 10 minutes. Wait, okay, so your first impression of me, terrible, right? Like, <laughs> arguably terrible. However, 24 hours later, I've spent the day out in New York, and as I'm on my way home, I texted you, and I was like, hi, I'm coming back, like, do you need anything, whatever, and you were like, no, I'm great, I'm hanging out with Marilyn, like, come on up, we're gonna have some food. Yeah. And I opened the door, and you two were sitting on the couch watching something terrible, and then Marilyn was like, hi, I'm Marilyn, it's nice to meet you, I see that you folded the sheets and, like, moved everything away, she must love you. (laughs) And I was like... I wonder if that makes up for the fact that I, like, locked you out of your apartment. <laughs> and then, and it, I only did, I didn't know it then, but this would not be the first or last time that you ever did that. And I have no doubt that you will continue to lock me out of my fucking apartment. once I locked myself in your apartment. <laughs> oh my god, true. that was great. The day that I had to come get you during my lunch break. <laughs> no, that was a different day. <laughs> so this happened more Why am I still friends with you? This is a good question. I'm a delight. Bruce been asking herself that question about every. No, but I guess like I guess the actual point we're trying to get to is that like that still worked out really well. It did, and here's the other thing. So after this is like two or three years after that, I'd still not met the Hoyden. We had talked online a lot. I was trying to protect her from you, and you guys for some reason were like. Let's visit Toronto. And I was like, yeah, you can totally stay with me. I have a place now. Like, my own place. It's very exciting. And uh, Prue's flight was going to come in, like, kind of late at a crazy time or whatever. Like, some stupid like, hour of morning, like, like 2 a.m. Yeah, like, ridiculous. 
And Hoyden was like, I can be there at a reasonable hour, like, a day and a half before that or whatever. And I was like, all right, but I'm face blind. Like, just heads up. (laughs) You're going to have to find me because I can't find you. Yeah, I was like, "Mm, we'll see how this works. Here's, like, a map and shit. And you rolled up into town and I was like, how did I actually find you? I gave you directions from the airport to my place, which is really easy. And I buzzed you up and I was like, this is what she looks like. Think about it really hard (laughs) because you're going to need to find her again. Like, I don't want to lose you in the small, big city of Toronto. <laughs> it's adorable. And it was actually, like, fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It turned out yeah, well. It was good. Yeah. But then but then Kate and I were even later. Mm-hmm. Kate and I did not actually meet in person until two yeah. months ago. Yeah. Two months ago? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, the you guys day. should talk about the Maybe first time March you... 15. Dumbasses like met in person and went on like the greatest trip of all time. It is the greatest. They, they trip went on. Of all... They went on a fandom dumb venture, which are the best dumb. Yes. Um, we decided to go see some, see some penguins and see some penguins. <laughs> some penguins and see some capital T penguins. They went on a hockey venture. Well, basically, like like predatory hawks. We were like waiting for the season schedule to come out to see if there were going to be games that were conducive to like a weekend's worth of hockey, rather than like trying to stupidly schedule like. A game. And it just so happened that St. Patrick's Day weekend, there were two home Pens games. And I was like, Pittsburgh is a five-hour drive from me. So I'm like, I could clearly drive up that, like, Friday afternoon. The games were both, like, afternoon games on the weekend. Oh, and I was like, yeah. Hoyden is the best vacation planner, She's by the way. Amazing yeah. Like, it. spreadsheets, the works. No, like, we were, we were on top of our shit. And that's pretty much the last time that weekend we were on top of our shit. But so, like, it was hysterical because like I got to the airport and I definitely I waited in an area that was like specifically like don't wait here (laughs) (laughs) if you've ever had the joy the Pittsburgh airport their like arrivals area is really quite short and I felt peer pressured into not like slowing my creep roll (laughs) and like I knew I didn't landed because I got like the text and I was like I don't I don't know if this airport, I don't know how long it'll take. So I just kept like doing slow. <laughs> and she very thoughtfully said, like, I have like a like black hat on and like we had, we had Skyped, so like I knew what you looked like and I could remember what she looked like. <laughs> I was gonna say, because that never does anything to me. I Skype with people and then I'm like, I don't, mean, I don't mean it like in a bad way. Just like literally like. It's really yeah. helpful. I imagine that that's like a nice thing to yeah, have. Yeah, well, you know what? Well, I was and still super worried that I was gonna kids, be. So she has that. I was still super worried that I was gonna try to put some friend. young lady in a black hat in my car. She's like, like, but like, like, like so this is what I was doing with her and like stop and slow down and be like, hey, stranger. <laughs> and like have to keep driving and then drive away forever. <laughs> like shame. Just leave her at the airport. No, but I picked her up. We went to our hotel, which was exceedingly fancier than we thought it was going to be. No, but we had, we had a delightful weekend. We went to the, we went to the zoo. Mm-hmm. We um, got stuck in a St. Patrick's Day parade. <laughs> yeah, but to like back up to that part where I was like, okay, so I'm like waiting on the curb for you to pick me up at the airport. I was like, okay, well, Hoyden, you should probably not get into a stranger's car. And also, I was like, well, maybe, but I was like, this might be awkward since we've only, let's be real, basically, we've G chatted a lot. And also, one time she read me. A picture book about penguins over Skype. So it's clearly like the basis for a friendship. Right? Like no, that was the important point to make it about really this. Yeah. Like, 
Because we've talked for an hour and a half about ourselves. Which right. is like okay. uninteresting bullshit. Like yeah. Which actually just That's not really all this case cuts. Yeah. <laughs> this is origin story. This is no, this boring. is fucking hilarious. Don't even lie. I just because and I don't think so. Yeah. No. But, but there's, there is like that, that disconnect between like you know somebody and you, you have this emotional intimacy because you, you interact online a lot. Yeah, and I was like, feels. well, is this going to be, this is are we going to have like a little like awkwardness period in person so if we transit, you know, transition into like the meat space. Into the meat space. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there was like maybe five minutes of like, we're really well, like, faster than usual talking. Like we were just both talking to each other very fast, and yeah. a little, you know, a little, a little nervous chihuahua action going on. Yeah. But it was <laughs> fine. We just, yeah, it we just totally across his name enough, yeah. and then we're like, no, so we're good, good. So we're good, we're fine. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because we've been talking all like for the last day or so about like how it can be weird if you're like. I would say you guys are some of my best friends in the world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and none of us live anywhere fucking near each other. Which nope. is why we all collate in one city a year and lay waste to it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, yes, this is this is a good tradition. I would like it another, please. Yeah. yeah. Um, another. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, we pretty sacrificed enough to the to the gods of... Uh, of, of destruction you know, tonight. Destruction. Well, yeah. this for this trip, anyway. But, uh, but I think that it's a good point to make in terms of, like, how can... The, the driving force of, like, you guys really wanting to see penguins while you penguined for your penguins, <laughs> well, like, got so you to meet each good. other right. when, <laughs> like, you hadn't before. Right. Well, and I also feel like there, there's... There's, I've had definitely, like, I mean, I've been kicking around fandom for, like, over ten years now, and there are definitely people that, you know, you do, you become friends because of a shared interest, mm-hmm. right? Which is, you know, how everyone becomes friends for the most part. Sure. Um, even outside of a fanish context. And then, like, there's some people where, like, once the fandom is over, because... The friendship you know, is over. The friendship yeah. is over. And yes. you realize that, like, you know, you had this thing that you both really loved in common, and then maybe, like, the other things in your life that you were sharing in terms of how you wanted to, you know... Yeah. You know, because it's not... Because it is the internet, you can completely control, like, what you present about your life. Yeah. Um, that, and if your fanish thing is all you have in common and all you're talking about, then, like, mm-hmm. and maybe you don't really have anything else beyond that that you've been, like, being friends mm-hmm. about, and then once the fanish thing is over, the friendship just kind of, you know, peters out. another thing that, like, you want... And I was about to say, and actually, it's, it's interesting because with the uh, reemergence of uh, Star Trek, a lot of the people that I was really good online friends with during the heyday of Star Trek, we kind of like we we still kind of occasionally been like, yeah. hey, how well, you doing? Well, it's not. Like, I feel like I've never had an experience where like I hate you now. No, no, no of course like, not. Which but is not like works, but like, but you it's sort one of those things where you, or you just stop talking at all. Right. And then like lately, like a couple of those people have been like, oh my god, let's talk again, and it's like, yes, okay, let's do this. So it is very much a it's a cyclical thing. It's yeah. a cyclical thing, but I think that there's also a certain subset of people um, who I don't know how to put it, but I, I think that there is a, there is a risk or there is a reality that sometimes you think that all you've got in common with somebody right. is their fandom. Yeah, and then once that fades, you're like, oh god, I guess I can't talk to them anymore. What do I talk to you about? Exactly. Right. <laughs> what do I talk to you about? Um, and I think that that's something that you can get over if you like that person right. enough. No, you definitely. have to like that person enough. And right. if you well, don't, then don't yeah. And I feel like if, if all your friendship is based on just squeeing about something, then they're squeeing about something you're not into anymore. You're like, well, that's, this is a yeah. That's but not I, but I also feel like at least for for us, I think what's, what's interesting is that um, for almost everyone in this room, like I 
knew you through fandom, but then I also met you in person. And that's yeah. really, like, the reason, probably one of the reasons why I'm so yeah. friends with you guys now is because there was a real-life component to it. Yeah. Yeah. At some point. Right. And if not most right away. Of us, but like, most of we, we knew each other very little through fandom before we met in Need Space. I think right. Emily and Prue, or, sorry, I think it's Emily It's fine to call me Emily. I know. Well, also, I just don't want to be an asshole. Um, I think M- MK and um, Prue are the only two who knew each other for a long time online before meeting. Mungish. Um, just like not even several months. Yeah, yeah not even. A I was actually going to say it's probably myself well, and no, Boyan. But, but I feel like, years but you guys, but, but, it, but that was, but it's like a like, slightly different. That was yeah. Like yeah. our mutual friends type yeah. of thing. Yeah. This know? is like, we were talking almost every day on Gchat for yeah. several months. Yeah. 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 Your, your relationship with fandom changes over the years and there's yeah. certain people where like, there's a certain, based on the way your life is, how much time and energy you can devote to it and how much time you can spend online or whatever and, um, or just interacting with people right and then like, I think you know a lot of people like you know things in their life will no change and then they will you know they'll have to like sort of just drop off a of fandom because they just don't have time for it anymore or like any other hobby that anyone's going to have and it's weird I think because there is sort of this like you know community idea and it does actually feel like that person has died yeah because like the only thing you know about them is their internet presence and once that drops like and that's gone what that's i find really interesting is when you see like an actual like someone else in fandom has to make an announcement that someone that you know in fandom is dead mm-hmm. because it's like you know it has to be someone that you know the way that we know each other right to tell everyone else because no if i dropped off the internet and you guys didn't know that I was dead, nobody else would know. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. Right. They would just be like, she fell off the internet. And right. the, and honestly, like, the thing about that is, like, your parents wouldn't call me. Like, I would only know if your best friend in Toronto called me, or your sister-in-law or your brother called me. Yeah. And that's, like, the only way that I would find out. Yeah. And, like, you and I have lived out of each other's pockets for years now at this point. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that, like, it sort of bears mentioning is that we get a lot of questions on Slash Report, and it's, like, something that consistently pops up whenever we ask for questions is like how do you make friends online like how did you guys meet like how do you find people to share common interests with and I think the thing is like if you're a lurker and you're having trouble talking to anybody like is any of these stories kind of prove like take a risk you Go never know like sometimes meet up. And yes. like, you don't have to, yeah. cons can be kind of like very high pressure situations yeah. I always mm-hmm. sort of think of them like some of the bigger ones like I feel like Muskrat Jamboree or Contacts they're very sort of like they always like like fandom family reunions yeah. and so like mm-hmm. there's a lot of people and especially once you've been around for so long I feel like they, it does feel kind of like high school where there's like cliques and people who just know each other for longer and like I can see how it would be really really intimidating to be like Introduce yourself. Yeah, to that. this yeah. person and this person are clearly like you know having a conversation. Like, but I feel like, like I don't know. But I feel like on the other hand, like if you're never willing to yeah. like put yourself in any sort of like emotional peril in terms of like making a friendship, like you're never going to make a connection ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surprise. Like, I have to say, I mean, I don't want anybody to get the impression that if you never meet somebody in person due to whatever circumstance, that it makes your friendship any less. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because a lot of times, like you just don't have the the resources. So, yeah, to yeah. Make that happen. Yeah, and. That's beyond fun, and there's ways you can supplement your friendship. But I'm saying, no. What I think what we're all saying is, take the risk to expand your friendship beyond. Whether family. yeah, like whether that be through meeting someone in person or like just starting a conversation. Like 
you may not ever, like, it may not land the first time, it may not land the second time, but, like, I think it's worth the risk. Like, yeah. this is, like, long I had to creep on Prue. Don't keep <laughs> reminding me of that story. Don't keep <laughs> No, it's not the moral that, that M thinks it is. The moral is don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying nine times out of ten, the MK approach will not work. No. Yeah, don't exactly. Don't do it. It's scary. This is, this is not the naked man, like, computers <laughs> 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 at the time it works every time. No. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, I think that, like, the me and Lepagus approach works really well. Like, we've talked for a while. We, like, obviously... Well, love each other's shitty senses of humor. And I was about to say, and actually another another way to meet people is to produce something. Is to write something or write meta or to do fan art or to do a gift set. Like, really you know what, anything Rex. creative. Mm-hmm. Any, right. Anything creative, literally. Or Rex. Or just the longest kind of time engaging. all I was known for exactly. was Rex. Like, just putting yourself out there and saying, here's something that I'm showing to fandom. Yeah. Um, and doing that on, on not even a consistent right. basis. Well, but I feel like they're, they're participating like, in fandom to the degree. Participating in fandom will get yeah. yeah. And I feel like even, like, even, like, even comments, I feel like it's yeah. a little different now. And, like, obviously, I think also what's sort of interesting about this issue. is that one sort of interesting shifting thing about this is that the medium in which all of us sort of met was in the more like live journal mode of fandom. Yeah. yeah. And now that like you're talking about like the Twitter Tumblr mode of fandom, it is a little different in terms of yeah, like it's less about you and it's more about content. Yeah. 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 But, but actually I, I was about to say, I think I'm maybe the only person who's made some really good friends through Tumblr. No, no, no. In, like, the no, past no I've I've, I've, I've I've been on Tumblr since like two thousand ten and I have a group of people who are fanish people yeah. who I only knew exclusively through Tumblr, and mm-hmm. they've never really been on LiveJournal. And they were never the kind of people who were on okay. LiveJournal at all. See, whereas um, I will say on the opposite end of the spectrum, the people yeah. I follow on Tumblr, even the people who are not in Teen Wolf, I'm talking like hockey fandom, whatever, I was following them, I was like, these people are great, and then one day one of the girls was like, wow, I just turned 19, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that is a problem. Yeah, oh, but I, and I think... Oh, going to jail. I'm like, <laughs> I am too old to be friends with you kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta leave this movie. party. Well, Tumblr definitely does skew younger, and, like, I will say that most of the people, friends that I made on Tumblr are younger than me, but, and it is a little, like, harder, and it's a little more clunky in terms of, like, talking to people, but I feel like you can just leave an ask in, like, somebody's ask box, or you can reply to one of their posts, Absolutely, or, yeah. like, and, yeah. and I feel like there doesn't necessarily, it doesn't have to necessarily have to be, like, a fraught or, like, creepy experience at all if you're just like, hey, like... And you can go on the first few times or whatever if you were, like, super nervous. I was, I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. I mean, like, okay, this is just, like, I'm very biased in this. Like, I get a lot of anon comments. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I, I, under, I understand, like, the desire to be anon, but, like, I don't, like, if it's, okay, so this might, who knows whether or not anybody finds this valuable. If you ask me a question or, like, leave me praise anon, I will not answer that because, like, I don't feel comfortable, like, because I can't answer it too privately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. unless it's a question I feel comfortable answering in public, I'm not going to answer. I'm going to, if yeah. you think I'm ignoring you, it's probably because I am. Like, if you left me a really nice comment anon, I'm not going to answer that because I don't want to, like, publicize that because that just seems like... Self-serving. Yeah, that seems it's masturbatory very, to yeah. me. And I hate it when people do do that. And also um, sometimes people have concerns on Tumblr, like, for example, like, accidentally, real-life people who are not fanish are following my Tumblr, and so I can't reblog things that are fanish. I mean, I, yes, I could get, like, an alternate Tumblr. It's not, like, the worst thing in the world. Right. But, like, so I don't reblog things that are fanish, and if I get anon messages, I can't publish that. Oh, see, if someone sends me a message on Tumblr, 
I don't care what you wrote in that. I'm answering it publicly. <laughs> she's, she's ashamed. See, everybody's kind of different. Yeah. Um. So there's really no, like, I guess, hard and fast yeah. rules for any of this stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, I think, like, even though Tumblr is not necessarily the easiest for it, like, you can just sort of start a conversation. The equivalent of, like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Um. You you posted this thing. That's really cool. It's or, like, a thing I, I like. Thing. Yeah. like yeah. You know, it's as simple as that. Because I feel like at the end of the day, we're all sort of, like, here for, like, mutual interest. And I always really, like, I'm kind of... And, and the funny thing also, I think, about this is that... Nobody here, like, has, we've not, we've never all been in the same fandom at the nope, same time. No, nope, no, nope. and and like, so I, I have a whole bunch of fandom, and it's always nice to at least have somebody that you can be like, oh my god, this thing happened, like, what? Check somebody in with you, yeah. right? The Venn is, diagram of our overlapping fandoms would be so so complicated. Right. Like, like recently, like three like, D. One of my Venn one of my friends on Twitter, like, we literally had a moment recently. Where we were both like. Oh my god, are you watching Spartacus? I'm watching Spartacus. No one else I know is watching Spartacus. All of my friends hate me talking about Spartacus. Let's talk about Spartacus together. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened, and we can totally have that. And so, I don't know. I think it's it's nice to have, you know. Prue yeah. and I are just waiting for the new season of Sherlock. Yeah. No, like, we literally guys. have nothing to talk about in fandom with each other. Because, <laughs> like, you find all of my fandom, current fandoms objectionable. I find all of your current fandoms objectionable. Yeah. And the only thing that we can, like, sort of agree on, I would say, is Trek. But, like, you're not reading in it, and I'm not writing in it. And so, like... I just haven't found any good fic in Trek. Well, from the new... From the new movie. From the new movie. I think it's gonna take some time for people to write it. But... It's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully people are taking their time because they're writing amazing epics. Yeah. But, I mean, it... I feel like... I feel like the other thing I wanted to mention is that friendship does take a little bit of effort, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it is easy to let something go if you don't necessarily share a fandom and that conversation gets a little bit less immediately intuitive. But, I mean, it would have been such a waste if somehow, like, we had stopped talking to each other. Absolutely. Because we didn't Mm -hmm. immediately share a fandom. Well, I was about to say, I think that one of the things is that this is a very self-selecting group because there there have been friends of mine and I... think friends of ours that have been like in a certain fandom and then when the fandom left we, they kind of drifted off yeah and you know and and that happens and mm-hmm. that's perfectly fine that's and, and that always, that one really of the reasons that the three of us or the six blah, i can't count one of the reasons that the th- six of us are here tonight is because you know even when we're not in the same fandoms we still have things to talk about we still have things to you know, we don't shut up. We never <laughs> shut up. No, but sometimes, um, sometimes too, like um, friendships I've made through through fanish means, like they're not linear or they're not constant. Like they wax and wane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And and sometimes um, when you've put in that effort initially, that you know, like you well, can go through like, sort of like fallow periods, but then like you well, know, it's, it's like yeah. some of my the groundwork has been my yes. best friends from high school were the kind of people that like I don't talk, I haven't talked to you, I haven't seen you in like two years, but I know whenever I meet you, we're gonna be like boom, right there, Pick right back, back in that place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't have that with people from high school. I'm like, oh, you bitches. <laughs> but <laughs> you don't be like a lot of people. Yeah, you hate a lot of people. But you know, like yeah, the principle is yeah. the same of like the people that like you, you don't necessarily have to talk to you every single day, and, like, you just, you know... Moral well, like, the story, online friendships can be a lot like offline friendships. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Like, don't be well, afraid to try, to try to reconnect with somebody who you had a bunch of commenting with, or you had kind of had friendships with. And also, don't be afraid to let things go. Yes. Because yeah. sometimes, like, In fact, you trying... should be afraid to hold on to things <laughs> when you should be afraid But, I mean, like, sometimes, like, and, like, not every friendship lasts. 
Yeah. Period, and it no matter what type to. of friendship. And it doesn't have to. Exactly. So don't force yourself to remain friends with somebody, even if you are in the same fandom. It doesn't even have to be like a fandom diaspora problem of like, well, we no longer have that shared mm-hmm. kernel of interest. Like, if somebody is not uh, like good for you, don't do it. Well, don't you know what? You know what's actually kind of interesting about that oh, is yeah. that I feel like there are, um, one of the things sort of about, I think, like live journal versus like Twitter versus Tumblr is that there actually are very different sort of social rules that like are, you know, community like values mm-hmm. in terms of like socially acceptable behavior in terms of like the people that you should, you know, you should be following or like have on your F list or blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, I think one of the sort of interesting sort of side notes to this is the question of like, can I unfollow you? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. When you just unfollow, like I love well, love against, but I would but rather that's... be shot than follow her Tumblr. <laughs> I actually like taking out the. I was gonna say actually nobody, nobody in this room, no one here follows <laughs> love against <laughs> on Tumblr. You know why? It's all person of interest in Hannibal and Jerry. Sure, <laughs> that's why. Good. That's Good. totally why. No, you guys all, you guys all post hockey, so I don't. I don't. But. Um, <laughs> But we wouldn't know because I don't think we follow each other on top of it. Here's the thing is that I feel like. like Art Nouveau artwork. Hey, now, you like that shit. I I do. Yeah, I have seen yours lately. (gasps) But, but like, you know, but actually, I think the only only person in this room who is somewhere I do follow is actually Kate. I don't follow anybody else. Um, yeah, that is the thing. So, like, I'm, like, normally speaking, like, yes, unfollow anybody if you fucking unfollow me. She, <laughs> yeah, she, she actually will kill me. Um, like, literally, she like, she, 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 she will, take, she will take our matching, she will strangle me with our matching yeah. friendship. But you just posted, like, three days ago, a thing that was, like, unfollow me. No, that doesn't count. That is not, because, like, literally, she was making a red post, like, she was, like, you know, like, oh, these are great, like, blogs to follow, and, like, it's, like, this, like, beautiful, like, acrostic thing, and it's, like, the list of all these things, and and like as I'm scrolling down this I'm like this fucking bitch and in case of the end I'm like my best friend Kate would like go without saying but she never posted anything and I was like cause like I was like no, I was like not nah, this is hurtful bitch this is hurtful right. and there I was it was okay she, wow yeah, she got a special yeah. mention no but like mm-hmm. in, in, I, I actually don't even like we I, don't I keep count. following our friendship is weird yeah that, that's 100% accurate. But I think, like, the thing is, is that since Tumblr is such a very much more content-based medium, mm-hmm. I don't really actually t- attach as much sort of, like, social weight to whether I follow someone on Tumblr or whether I don't. Or, like, yeah. what it doesn't actually have anything to do for the large part about whether I'm quote-unquote friends with them. Because I like my dash to be things that I like. And, like, I don't like my dash to be things that I don't like. And um, if you don't tag your stuff so I can't Tumblr oh save if I don't like some of your things, then, like, that is a, that is a hard sorry. one. sorry. Like, I how many... Almost, no, how many stuff Teen Wolf things have you let go through without being tagged of any kind? If that (laughs) happens, it's an error on my computer because I deliberately and over tag every single fucking post. She actually, I will mm-hmm. say like she's actually pretty good. There's just like literally care. nothing that Emily posts that I want to see. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's the honest yes, part of it. No, that's totally one hundred percent. If I'm posting hockey things, it's tagged hockey. It's yeah. called and, tagged NHL, and it's tagged the team and the players. Right. Like I want you to have every she's option. Good. And, and I actually, I actually want you to like I t- sit. I try to tag all my shit very scrupulously too for the same reason. But I think like since Tumblr is such a content medium, like my judgment about whether I'm following you or not is basically like. Like, do I like most of the things that you post? Are you, yeah. like, a disturbing presence on my dash? Like, are you constantly posting things that are, like, just making me, like, A or whatever? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I will be frank. There are people who I'm following who have just black... I've, like, Tumblr saved their username. And because there's a yeah. 99% chance that, like, whatever it is, like, and I don't want to cause them pain. Sure. But, like, and usually there's, like, an additional blacklisted term within that post to <laughs> give me a clue that, no, it's still really not something I want to see. Yeah. 
But, but, and I feel like, and yes, that being said, though, is even though, like, I don't follow any of you guys, like, there is still this weird, I, I, I'm still not, like, completely immune from the whole, like, I don't know, the whole thing of, like, I lost a Tumblr follower, and, like, uh, nobody, like, I have this number of how many people like me, and it just went down, so, like, I don't even know what that number is online. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like there's sort of, there's something when, like, somebody you know, or, like, I know a lot of people were, like, even on Twitter or whatever, like, this person unfollowed me on, like, this, like, social media, Or you get, like, a notice, like, so-and-so followed you, and you're, like, but I knew you were following me before, and now I just got a new message about this. So, so at some point, you me. dropped me, you ungrateful right. hag. And like, and I feel like, and I, I definitely like do have like an instinctive it. feeling of like, ow, no. like you don't like me, <laughs> right? Which is it may be like you know not rational, but like I think that is still like one of the things. And I feel like people who get like you know, well, I think that I think that kind of like goes back to like the whole gift economy of fandom, right? Like the un- unfortunate or not, like we instantly in fandom conflate I mean like we conflate consumption with friendship yeah like not like I'm realistic about how many like what people think of like me personally they don't think jack shit like nobody knows anything about me like nobody really cares and that's fine like People I who you were blonde and blue eyed before I met you. Lupicus thought I was like fifty and had like <laughs> chain what is smoking, a chain you know, smoking like muumu wearing. Hover around, like, riding. Like you had the hover around. Yeah, <laughs> like pretty so, sure you could awesome. pretend to hover around part in this. In fact, I'm, I'm not entirely sure that in you know fifteen years she's not. Gonna but I just charaded that at you like three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But like the the thing is that like. Thank you. It's a great help. But my point is that people follow my whatever. They follow my Twitter. They follow my Tumblr. Like, I don't know why you would still be following my live journal or they subscribe to me me on AO3 and it's like I do not at any point think that like you guys like me as a person like I would say that 99% of the people in on the internet who are aware of my username or whatever like literally know jack shit about me as a person nor do they want to nor do they want to and like nor would I want them to and that's fine and that line for me is clearer just because I put so little of myself out there but like for a lot of other people like different for everyone has to make their own judgment in terms of what right but i'm just i'm just saying that like there's an unfortunate like i'm not i'm not aware of like a correct answer to this i just know that there's like an unfortunate tendency in fandom to say like i like your thing i'm following you you. therefore like you're my buddy and that's not necessarily true well and also there's a very unfortunate and actually i was having this conversation with somebody uh the other day in that she she and we were talking about kind of tumblr quote-unquote personalities, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm very much aware that the person that I am on Tumblr is a construct, because I don't want people actually passing judgment on who I really am, or who I really think I am, or whatever. Is that bottle? It's, oh, okay. It's, it's close, but it's awesome. Um, but, um, and I think, which is valid, because I think that just as dangerous as that, you know, I like your thing, therefore I also like you and want you to like is me. Is I don't like your thing? No, is, is, is you like my thing, therefore you must like me. Yeah. Oh. You must be interested in my hopes and dreams. You must be interested <laughs> in every single thing that I do and what I ate this morning. Generally, have folks, zero interest. <laughs> let me tell you, no. That is no. Not no, accurate. No. Well, and I feel like here's the thing that, that like that's you can totally make friends with someone based on like those kind of things and like oh, knowing absolutely. that stuff about them, but like it doesn't automatically confer that. Yeah. Right? And, well, and I was on either side. Yeah, exactly. There's no correlation between right. somebody liking the things that you do and somebody liking you as a person. 
Right. And I think that that's... Did I ask about your hopes and dreams? <laughs> Do you see <laughs> what I'm saying so when, like, MK is, like, meaner than me as a person and, like, <gasps> nobody knows this? meaner than you. It's all about the empathy, baby. Zero yeah. empathy. <laughs> Negative 12 empathy. <laughs> that empathy test that was going around, MK got, like, a five. What? Four. <laughs> she got between an eight and a 12. Yeah. Which is, uh, well into the, it's in the mm. Asperger's range. Most people get about a 40. I got, like, a 70. Mm-hmm. I got a 50-something. Yes. Yes, I got, like, a... You got, like, a super high number. Yeah. yeah. When I saw Prue and Hoyden's numbers, I was like, I don't understand how you contain that many feelings. Like, how do you... Why, why do you how care? Do you I'm infinite on the inside. I'm like, I like, you're I like Ron Weasley and Ron Hermione, where, you know, you have the emotional range of a teaspoon. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand how, like, a girl can have four feelings at once at the same time about the same subject. Of I can have those four feelings, <laughs> but I don't care about other people having those feelings. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> an important <laughs> distinction. Mm-hmm. And I like it. And that's an honest one to make, and that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why we still do like You know where you stand with them. Is that exactly? <laughs> well, no, exactly. And that's hugely valuable. <laughs> well, I mean... Possibly, like, doubling back a little bit oh, to the yes. whole thing. Um, it might be important to point out, like, for better or worse, a lot of times when you say, like, it, another way to, like, make friends in fandom is to create something, mm-hmm. we, fairly or not, look to the people who do create as people who should be the object of your friendships, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're the most easily accessible insofar as, like, they put something out there and, generally speaking, provide an opportunity for you to comment because of the gift economy of fandom. I think that like that can that can be somewhat deceptive. Like the they people who, fire. Yeah, yeah, like the people who should be like the people who you should be considering as like potential friends or like people who you may like hanging out with most may not be those creators. It might take a little bit more digging yeah. in ter- in that term to like find right. them. Like there are people well, who's you writing and stuff I love and I hate them personally. <laughs> we're like, not gonna name any names, hard. but yeah, no, we're definitely not naming names. <laughs> she means me. <laughs> I feel like actually, I think Tumblr is actually like a really great thing for that because the joy, the, the beauty and the downside of Tumblr is that you don't actually have to create anything to participate in Tumblr. You can just sit there and like regurgitate things that everyone else has done. And if you were like are cultivating that in a way that like is good for other people, then like but you can totally you. like make friends that way. Well, that or like, leave all your comments and tags in the class. It's like that line in like <laughs> Chicago <laughs> where she's like, well, it's never going to work, like, because I hate you. And she's like, there's only one place where that doesn't matter. Right. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, I think that Tumblr's actually, and a lot of the people that, like, the friends that I made when I first got into Tumblr are not, was, like, in, when I was in fandom, and those are not people who were, like, fandom, quote-unquote, famous, and, like, none of them were really, like, even writers. They were all just people who, like, liked these fans and, like, you know, and that's yeah. how... That was how we became friends, yeah. and we've met, you know, in real life, and like, um, we should get to hang out with some of them next week when they're in New York, and like, you know, that's oh. great. So, yeah. and like, even though they're not, you know, the most easily recognizable people in fandom, like, it doesn't matter they're your friends. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's we we've kind of touched on this before, but it's also one of those things where don't if if you make friends with people online, that's awesome. And, you know, if you want to meet them in real life, that's also awesome. Just bear in mind that there's almost no correlation between meeting, being friends with somebody 
online and being good friends and close friends with them online and getting along with them in the real world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's that something translate. that you, yeah, exactly. And we all lucked out enormously. And, and the, people, say, the people that you think you're going along with may not be the people you think you're along with. The people exactly. that you don't have any expectation of friendship with when you, like, exactly. based on their internet presence, you may actually be, like, you know, lifelong BFS yeah. with. And yeah. Hell knows. Literally two of the closest friends that I made in, in L.A., like, I had never... Never in a million years would I have thought that I'd have anything in common with them um, on, you know, just based, based on, on our online internet, yeah. interactions. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're fantastic. So it's it's one of those things where, you know, don't build it up too much, but don't dismiss it either. We should wrap this up. Yeah. We need to, we need to, we need to end this. this. We need to end this. That's the line. Oh, I hate that that's our tradition. <laughs> no. I'm not, don't, don't stick your hand out at me. What have you to do with you? you. But we um, can make like a cute star right now. This is not Nobody, a fucking star. There's six star. of us. This is not, not Excuse a... me. <laughs> <laughs> we're not shaped in a star pattern. That's easily. We didn't like, like, say, we yes, like watch the like craft and figure out how to arrange ourselves around to play like lightest feather stick on the board. <gasps> we're in a rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know so if this is all, all MK would have to do is scooch out a little bit closer to me. And you would have to scooch out over here and you'd, oh my you'd starve David. This Boom. is great, but let's not geometry right now. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's not geometry right now. Okay, do you want to say it again? <laughs> we need to end this. Yes, we do. We <laughs> have to end this. Well, I mean, um, like, but any closing thoughts? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I will say, like, the interesting thing, like, as time has gone on, actually a lot of the, my closest friends are people that I do know through fame. And not just people in this room. There are other people that I would consider yeah. some of my closest friends that I see all the time and hang out with that are Fangirls, because fangirls are, you know, they know the they're my people, they're you. the greatest people, and even if you're not sharing your fandom with them, yeah. Times, well, like I think people who are on your wavelength, yeah, and some yeah. people who get what it's like, yeah. You know, I yeah. think it's less, I think it's less for me, at least, it's less the um, sharing the fandoms, but like the fact that I don't have to edit myself mm-hmm. whenever I'm with people, and I would not say that I'm one of those people who like can't shut up about her fandoms, like I do actually do other stuff. But, um, there's like a certain terribleness in our, like, inside of me, okay? Like, a certain terribleness. <laughs> <that's laughs> like, there's a dark the MK. It's a straight black snake. No. It's just not a black snake. You need to cut that. <laughs> no, that's dang, bro. Leave that in. There's, there's no, no context. No Google, Google black snake. There's a certain Don't Google black snake. Do not do it. Google black snake. <laughs> Oh, there is a darkness inside me. That yeah. Is, different people get different levels of it, right? Like, yeah. I try to keep that shit tucked to different amounts in different situations. Like, even with my friends who, like, know, like, yeah. right? Even with like the Tokyo Demons people, there's like a certain chunk of that that they get. Mm-hmm. But in this room, I'm like, no, you are getting the 100 percent darkness. You are darkness. getting full black snake. <laughs> All of it. It's like. MK on full blast. Yeah, I'm like, crank it to 11. <laughs> yeah, basically. I hate you guys. No, but again, my point was, it's not so much that you necessarily need people to talk to about fandom, but it's that you don't need to edit out that part of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. so when someone is asking, like, oh, what are you reading? Or, like, what did you do last weekend? Or, like, why are you so... Like, you don't have to pretend to be less interested in things than you actually are. You don't have to, like fabricate novels that you, like, really couldn't give a goddamn about. We were on the bus the other night, and I turned my Kobo to Kate, and I was like, check out this porn I'm reading. Check it out. 
And she was we like, were literally like, I was like literally reading porn over her shoulder. Yeah, we were just sharing it, and she would nod, and I would turn the page. <laughs> like that was happening on a public bus. We were just silently like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was on a respectable font size. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like honestly, like I love you, turds. But... <laughs> I mean, like and like and honestly, that really needs to be the last. <laughs> conversation was where I was at dinner with a group of friends who I had gotten to high school with and they know me very very well and like we talk about like, a lot of crazy things but I had never explicitly stated that I was fanish or that I had any kind of or especially specifically like that I was a producer in fandom right um and that makes it sound like I'm going around like making calls like I know <laughs> I don't mean like I'm not like a producer <laughs> like that I, I make then, this like, happen right <laughs> I'm not like making a cigar like <laughs> explicitly spoken about that with one person in that group of friends and I happened to be out at dinner and I got a comment on a fic that I got like the AO3 notification and I literally burst out laughing because it was tremendous and great <laughs> and I had to like and they were like what happened Dude, spit it out like there's like we know you you're an embarrassing human being like there's nothing so weird that you probably can't tell us and so like I did like tell them and I was like well like there's always so, something so weird you can't tell them. Like, let's. No, I mean, up. like, there definitely are, but I mean, like, they don't know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, like, and so, like, they were like, basically, when I had, like, been, like, I was like, well, alright, fanfiction on the internet. Um, basically, I was like, alright, fanfiction on the internet, all kind of like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, like, it was like the kind of like, we're known since you were five. <laughs> like, <laughs> what it felt like. <laughs> Who do you think oh, bought you your first pair of heels? <laughs> 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 really kind of what I felt like. Nice. But, um, and the, they were just kind of like pleased that I had something to do with my time. I feel like there's still a difference. Like my, my roommate, he is um, super big into comics. He's into Star Trek. He does like D&D. He's like yeah. a very like traditional, like, you know, nerdy gay boy, which you would think that we would have a lot in common as a result of this, but we really don't. And like one of the most hilarious moments of our entire relationship was before we were roommates where we were walking down the street after having dinner and he turns to me and he was like hey so I found your live journal and I was literally like Ashen. um excuse me and I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna run into traffic I'll see you later <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have I forever have, <laughs> I have alternatively had somebody kind of yeah like, and like, figure it out and, and it was very thing. uncomfortable and he I was doesn't, very he doesn't give it. two craps like he, yeah. he tried to talk yeah. to me about it he was like engaging you he was like trying to have a conversation with me about I never had like, that guidance you. counselor is like let's talk about your awesome yeah. hobby and you're like let's not right and like and here's the thing like and he knows like we he you know he teased me like on the in our apartment on the computer for like you know scrolling through things or like reading stuff and like it's not like he doesn't know what I do but like and it's not like he even cares and he's explicitly said this but there's still like I think to what Prue was talking about earlier I still like feel subconsciously like I have to edit myself when I'm talking about yeah. this kind of stuff and even things that like we both are like he's nerdy about something and I'm fanishly nerdy about something like our perspectives on it will still be so like 
different, but, like, we just don't really, like, quite relate on the thing. Like, we went and saw the Star Trek, the new Star Trek movie. We had wildly different opinions about that coming out of it, where he was like, I didn't like XYZ PDQ, and I was like, I thought that was the most entertaining shit in the world. In fact, this is the second time I've seen it. I saw it yesterday. It's Thursday. It's been out for two days, and I've already seen it twice, and he was like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, because we're just, you know, we're not on the same wavelength. And, like, and even though we do have, like, ostensibly a lot of things in common, it's just not really the same, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So, I don't know. My cat thinks we should end this. Yeah, yeah, she really does. Exactly. <sighs> My cat's like, like, a lot of complaints. Right. All right. I think. But anyway, fan, fan, fan. People are awesome people. Fan yeah. people are awesome yeah. people. And they've enriched my life. I know. For better or worse, I do love you, assholes. Oh, so you'll touch her hand. hand. I will. Touch <laughs> hand. This is weird. Prue is holding my hand, which is not... We don't really lay a physical... We don't really do this much. No. (laughs) Well, you guys have been drinking. There was a lot of pizza and... That was hours There were a lot of carbs and (laughs) cupcakes. I don't know how you think, And a lot of emotions. Yeah. I didn't even cry. Yeah. Yeah, dog. I'm fucking gold star for talking about my feelings. Uh, We definitely have to end this now. All right. Um, I don't have the empathy for this. (laughs) Let's be real. (laughs) We're starting to talk about our hopes and dreams, so MK's going to check out. We should leave. MK's done. Done with your feelings. (laughs) I'm sure this podcast was entirely unhelpful, but at least you guys have the er stories of how this crew of jerks met each other. Yeah. And why we continue to talk to each other for better or worse. It's like failing upwards. (laughs) You know what's actually really really exciting to me also is the the, the long running joke is that one day somebody will write Prue MK slash fic. And on that day, this this will actually be like as an RPFer, this will actually be really, really great fodder for anyone's future value. Hey, if anybody wants to nominate them for Yuletide. (laughs) You're a dick, (laughs) love Well, you know what? Here's the thing. If nobody else does it, I'm doing it. (laughs) Again, you're a dick. There's a darkness inside the love of us. <laughs> 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 the black stick is strong in this one. <laughs> but no, how hilarious that would be like the fic where like MK's locked in Prue's apartment. Oh, oh she is. And we found out that Prue's a secret princess. Like, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one was nearly enjoyed this i don't know why you would bye bye guys we'll catch you on the flip side if you miss us during the week for whatever godforsaken reason you can catch us at twitter at slash report i'm on tumblr at ridge proof rock or on twitter at often imprudent mk is i'm on tumblr as (laughs) failure and i'm on twitter as moonclut because I don't like being consistent. This is going to be like that time that we all were tweeting at each other until we realized we could group text. And it was <laughs> the worst group text. Happened. I like that someone was following that conversation. Somebody, like, this is, I'm sure it's amazing. Some poor people saw the entirety of that. Because if you followed all six of us, I'm more And then I got so angry at you guys. <laughs> I only sent one picture of the oh, thing. <laughs> best part about that is there was like the Twitter shame conversation oh, that was okay? terrible. followed by shameful. like some terrible group eye messaging yes. and then the next day I was locked out of my apartment and it just like went balls to the wall <laughs> crazy <laughs> oh that was some yeah. good stuff alright bye guys bye bye, bye. <laughs>
I'm going to call you bastard. <laughs> My parents were super married. That wasn't dirty. That was about cupcakes. It sounded pretty dirty. Would you like someone to butter your muffins? Would you like us to assign someone to butter your muffins? Would you like us to churn your cream? No. Hate all of you. In advance, no. We're not even like actually recording yet. Hate all of you. What about tossing your salad? (laughs) It's not the cupcake you want. It's the cupcake you deserve. (laughs) (laughs) You trying to say this is my cat? Canada. Canada. I think she just be a snot shaking. You guys.